Welcome to the Foxes and Fowl podcast, season two. Foxes and Fowl is the campus ministry of the United Church of Canada at the University of British Columbia. We are committed to exploring the ways that God is at work in us and others for the healing and renewal of the world. We believe that God has called us to live in a particular way in this world, the way of Jesus. To help us do that, over the next several weeks, we're going to take a break from our usual pattern of longer interviews and dive into St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians together, one little step at a time. We hope you'll join us on the way. Hey, I'm Aaron. Welcome to the Foxes and Fowl podcast. Thanks for joining us as we make our way through parts of St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. If this is your first episode, you may want to go back to the beginning of season two. The first episode is called All Saints. Or maybe this is the word that God wants you to sit with today. Either way, I'm glad you're with us. Today is our last time in the first section of Ephesians, this introduction where Paul draws us into the soaring wonder of God's action for us, in us, and with us. Paul has turned our gaze to God, reminding us who and whose we are, inviting us to relish God's love and blessing, God's delight and generosity for us and all things. And while Paul is addressing a particular group of people, these believers committed to the will and way of Jesus in the ancient city of Ephesus, that phrase, all things, is important. Because it reminds us that this is not just for then and there, but it's for here and now. All things means us. It means our neighbors, the ones we like and the ones we don't much. It means all non-human creation too. All things. Today's reading is the same as the last episode. Hear the word of the Lord. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In our last episode, we considered that God's good pleasure is revealed in Jesus, what God is up to in the world is revealed in the life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus. We don't have to wonder how God is. (laughs) We may not be able to grasp the full mystery of God. God is always, in the words of another, holy, that is W-H-O-L-L-Y, holy, holy, other. Holy, holy, other. As creatures, beloved image of God creatures, but creatures nevertheless, We can never completely understand God, but neither are we left in a haze of mystery. In the letter to the Colossians, we read that the fullness of God was pleased to dwell in Jesus. Who and how Jesus is, is who and how God is. And in the second half of today's passage, we hear that that is cosmically good news. The good pleasure of God is to gather up all things in Christ. The good pleasure of God is that everything, everything in heaven and earth, will be gathered into the eternal love of the Trinity, the perfect, self-giving, life-making love of Father, Son, and Spirit. Now, sidebar, 
If the Trinity is a reality that you have a hard time understanding or that you've never heard of before, I'd encourage you to check out another podcast called The Things Above Podcast featuring James Brian Smith. Specifically the episode from Season 3 called Wanted by the Trinity. We'll put the link in today's show notes. But for now, what's important is Paul's insistence that the love with which the Father loves the Son is the love with which God is pursuing this world. In the fullness of time, when all is said and done, every little thing, including you and me, will be gathered up into that love. The love that heals, the love that makes whole, that creative, joyful, stronger-than-death love. That's where this thing is headed. And one of the weird things about Christian faith is that we believe that the future is already influencing the present and redefining the past. By the presence of the Holy Spirit in us and in the world, God's future, God's good pleasure, the good pleasure of God's will is already taking shape. So if what Paul says is true, and I believe it is, it should pretty radically affect the way that we move through the world. Perhaps part of the task of growing in faith is simply learning to see the world around us as passionately loved by God. This promise that all things will be gathered up into Christ, as we begin to understand it, will change how we perceive others, how we respond to conflict and frustration. It will infiltrate our prayers for ourselves and others. It will cause us to recognize that every moment is shot through with God's love, with God's presence, with God's promise, even those moments and seasons when all seems lost. Even then, even then, God's future can find a crack to trickle in. Now, for some reason, this makes me think of the insight from St. Therese of Lisieux that we can't do great things, only small things with great love. You know, Paul reminds us that God has done, is doing, will do great things in great love. <laughs> and now we, in our everyday, ordinary human lives, get to live in, with, and through that great love. And that changes everything. So may it be so. Amen. Thanks to the Foxes and Fowl team in the Pacific Mountain region of the United Church of Canada for making this happen. Thanks as ever to Davis Miller for the soundtrack. Hope you can join us next time, and until then, grace and peace. <laughs>